We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Thursday, June 1st, and I'm back. I'm back. I've been gone a while, right? About two and a half weeks of this show. I just got back. Uh, well, I didn't get back yesterday. I got back late Tuesday night, technically Wednesday morning. So I uh, didn't want to wake up and do a show on, uh, you know, the morning after I get back, especially with the three-hour time change, I'm up at whatever time and did, couldn't go to sleep last night until like two in the morning. So who the hell knows what the hell is going on? So I wanted to have a day of adjustment. But now I'm back. I'm back. I see you guys in the YouTube chat, right? Wataz is here, of course, here early. He's been waiting. Wataz has been waiting for two and a half weeks. He's probably been sitting there, right? But, well, the, the, the thumbnail, the, the, the stream thumbnail hasn't has only been up for the past like 24 hours or so. But he could have been sitting on the YouTube subscription screen going, when is it coming out? When's the next live show? Defix here. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to you people. 
Real life pitcher says we missed you. I don't know. Did you really miss me? I don't think anyone missed me. Did anyone miss me? I saw something in the the Roto Grinders chat or the, in the Discord that people were just they they they're not getting enough of the play whoever they want type of type of type of stuff, right? Oh my God, two and a half weeks without me telling you to do nothing essentially, right? It's all math. It's all luck and good luck, right? Don't make mistakes and have fun, right? Variance and whatever, whatever the hell it is, especially in baseball. Right, in MLB. I don't know what's been happening in MLB the past two and a half weeks. I have no idea. No idea. I've been gone. Gone for two weeks. I went on an Alaskan cruise. I was good. If you follow me on Twitter, I posted a ton of photos. So you, you know. Go Blender HD on Twitter. You, you know exactly what the hell is going on. Right? I posted some nice, oh, here's some mountains. Right? Here's 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 a glacier. There's some icebergs. Right? Here's a, here's a whatever, whatever. Here's a lumberjack show. I went to a lumberjack show. Right, it's not much as much, and then you eat a bunch. That's about it. That's about it. Defix says May was my best month ever, but tailed off when you abandoned us. Oh, oh, it's my fault. It's my fault. Oh, oh, you forgot everything. Once I leave, it's like, oh, I forget everything. Now you're just gonna go by your gut, right? You're like, I, I think, I think, I think Vinny Pascantino is gonna hit a home run, so I'm just gonna play him in 96 percent of my lineup. That's is that what happened? Is that what happened? You didn't build based on lineups. You built based on players. Shame on you. Shame on you for caring about players. It's all about lineups. We all know that. Me, Sports Fan 101. Unfortunate to hear about your king of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. After the after the last cruise, I went to Las Vegas. Right, We went directly from Seattle. And uh, I went to five wrestling shows. Went to, you know, some some events. Did some other stuff we'll talk about. Had to, had to, to enter my king of the pitch lineups. My four king of the pitch lineups. On Sunday morning at, at by 8:30 in the morning. I got up, I got up an hour and a half early. I was good, right? And uh, and nope, had had probably the, the worst performance, right? When the chalk gets there, when the chalk gets there, that's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a damn problem. So the king the king of the bitch, I, I wouldn't have changed my strategy. It's not it's not like it was a Vegas thing. It's like I, I made my lineups on the casino floor, essentially by the slot machines early in the morning. I just went downstairs, made them on my phone. I mean, I looked, I looked at some projections here at Roto Grinders on my phone. I mean, I, I was, I was checking out all the starting lineups and everything and SOFA score, uh, but, but for the most part, in uh, soccer, especially on the last day of the season, a lot of times, oftentimes, games tend to get out of hand because a lot of teams have nothing to play for, right? People, ah, oh, they have nothing to play for. They're not going to do anything. It's like defensively. A lot of times it's like when a team goes up 2 nothing, the defense is like, eh, we don't care anymore. doesn't matter if we win or lose, right? So sometimes 2 nothing games turn into 5 nothing games. So because of that, I had a, a heavy stacking strategy that essentially I was going to get it, take three or four players, two, three, four players from a team and just combine it with two, three, four players from another team, right? Just two teams. Okay, give me the two teams that score the most and they're the most likely culprits of that. And and hopefully I get I'll get the two five nothing six nothing six one four there was a four four game right Liverpool South, Southampton get something like that hopefully it's not the substitutes right that's what I did but Arsenal was the biggest favorite and of course they put up like five goals right Lewis Hall the the eighteen year old fullback for uh, that's a midfield eligible in DraftKings he put up like eighteen points at like thirty percent owned. Right, and he's he's someone I didn't play in in any of my four lineups, 
And then uh, then said Kostakis Samikis coming out in the 57th minute for Liverpool. I mean, he was the most owned player, I think, in the king of the pitch. He only scored like four and a half points. That wasn't that big of a deal. But then, you know, then we, we had we had uh, <clears throat> what 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 there was a defender that scored. There was a very popular defender that scored. Oh, Pedro Poro scored a goal for Tottenham. He was he was one of the highest owned players. Yeah, then Chuck Poro Hall. Whatever. And me, me, me stacking, you know, Crystal Palace plus Aston Villa. I, I, I mean, I stacked Arsenal with some other team or whatever. I just two be, two two v two type of stacks and I uh, couldn't get there. Didn't get there. Didn't have didn't have the right pieces. Didn't didn't play Lewis Hall. Didn't, I, I played Pedro Poro in my Tottenham lineup. Right. I played Poro and Kulichevsky who didn't do anything. And uh, and Harry Kane. Of course, Kane was like 37% at forwards, and he's he scored two goals. So, or 25 points or something like that. So, would I have changed anything? No. I mean, no. I I, I approached it. At, if I got the two right teams, I would have I would have won. I just didn't, right? If I would have played Tottenham plus Arsenal, right? Somehow, right? Get Gabe, get, get Jesus plus Kane plus Poro. Ja, granted, Jock and I mean, no one played him, so it didn't matter really. So, whatever. I don't know if anyone knows what the hell I'm even talking about now when it comes to soccer DFS. Right? All you had to do is pretty much stay. If you stacked everyone in Arsenal other than Martin Odegaard, you would you did you did great. Right? I don't think Odegaard did much. Right? If you started Trossard, Saka, the whole front line, Trossard, Saka, and Jesus and Jaka, you 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 win. You win two hundred person contest. You you done. And I did play Asaka Jesus lineup, but not with, uh, I think with Lester. I think, or did I have Lester? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? No, I think that was my Villa lineup, where I had Ollie Watkins and John McGinn and Lucas Dean in that lineup, I believe. I believe. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, did, I didn't even come in the top 100. Right? Worst performance, right? It was my seventh time in the king of the pitch. I've come in second before. I've come in third before. Never not come in the top top half of the contest, right? So in the past, sometimes it's been only 100 people or 150. But I think my best lineup was like 106 plays or something. So whatever. And then Moneyball, not our money, but not our Moneyball. It's Moneybod11, who's a regular in soccer, in the soccer lobby on DraftKings. He took down six of the top 10 spots. Because essentially, he played an Arsenal stack with a 2v2 in like every one of his lineups. Like his lineups all look pretty much the same. Just Arsenal with the 2v2. That's it. So, of course, when you have the entire Arsenal front line and they, they score combined like 78 points, like it's not that hard to get up there, especially with like seven different lineups. Oh, whatever. Hit any good cash games in Vegas for defect? This is kind of just a review episode. This is just like a what, what, what's been happening, hanging out with the chat type of episode. Right, I don't know if there's going to be a title. There's not going to even be a title. I don't think Steve left. Steve has a car appointment, so now I have to end the show. Hopefully, I press the right button to end the show. If I, I have to roll the credits or something and end the, who knows? Who knows? If I'm gonna, I'm going to do that right now. And he could cash games in Vegas. I only played poker for like four hours. Play poker for four hours. I lost seventy five bucks playing at uh, two three. Was it two three? Something like that. I played. I played at the horseshoe. I played for four hours and in. On Thursday, we had time in between going to a show or going whatever, and the game sucked pretty much, right? Didn't really get dealt much or whatever. It seems like the game, the games in Las Vegas. It's it's true that a lot of people say that 
the 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 people the regs that play in Las Vegas, like it's it's not like it's, there's not much action. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't know where you probably Bellagio on the weekends or something, you know, something like that. You get some splashes. And I'm not saying you can't exploit those types of regs. It's just that it's just not not as profitable. They aren't making as much mistakes, especially when we're not play- like these aren't games. I'm used to Caesar Southern Indiana where you could raise and get four calls. Right. Every hand. This is a game where. A lot of times it's button versus blind, button versus blind, button versus blind. Cutoff versus blind. Not much, not as much limping, right? So it's like not a lot of people aren't making the major mistakes originally. They may play poorly post-flop. But it's hard to, it's, it's hard to make up the fact I can't just go in nine six offsuit and try to, you know, outplay people with some uh, inferior starting hands when they're when they're not, especially in a in a blind structure where it doesn't it doesn't really even incentivize that you'd even, you know, win that much money stealing the blinds. So no, I didn't have time to play poker. I was, I, I thought I was going to, but I just didn't have any time. Like, like zero time. We got there third, we got there Tuesday afternoon. Uh, what did we do Tuesday? What, I don't even remember what we did Tuesday. We're tired from the cruise. So I don't know. I, I guess we did nothing. Wednesday was dynamite. Thursday was after I, there was a, I, we went to a wrestling show every day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then on, on Thursday, on Thursday, on Friday, no, on Friday, on Friday, I'll talk about Friday. On Friday, I went to, when the DraftKings office in Las Vegas, Ooh, went to the draft, they have an office in the South, whatever. We had to take an Uber 20 minutes. To get a tour of the offices. We got a little tour, right? Because that, that's 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 when you're when you're a big big game, when you're a big mock like me. I'm not even a high roller. No, I mean I'd uh, from, from my time on the VIP whatever committee, the V Voice of the Player Committee, that doesn't exist anymore. That that was like for like four years. It was essentially a glorified focus group. Uh, they would just test stuff on us, essentially. It's like, oh, yeah, test this thing. And we go, wow, everyone in the group is like, this thing sucks. And like, well, thanks, we're doing it anyway. That's essentially what the VOP committee was. But because of that, you know, I, I still keep in touch with uh, the people that, that oversaw that. And then one of them lives in Las Vegas. So every time I go to Las Vegas, the valley's the past two years, I say, hey, let's go grab something to eat or something. Go get lunch or breakfast or something. And he said, come to the office, come to the office, the new Las Vegas office, only been up open for like three months. I mean, they've been in Las Vegas, but that specific office. So I went out and they had a coffee machine there. They had, saw they had four floors, whatever, see their little campus, talk to some people. And it's most, and, and th- th- in that Las Vegas office, it's sports book operations. There's no DFS stuff there. There's some DraftKings casino Right, the casino product, I guess they have, but it's mostly sportsbook operations. So I was I was able to go in and and basically see empty offices. It was Friday. It was a Friday afternoon on Memorial Day weekend. It seemed like everyone wanted to get the hell out of there. They're going there. Does anyone does anyone run anything in this company? You just see empty, just space, just space. All these all these desks with no computers on. Go, does anyone work here? You're on, you're on a different floor. You're on second floor. Is that, hello? 
Echo, Echo, anyone? Is there anyone here? There's like two people here. Then he got to see, got to see uh, the trading floor, the sports betting trading, the trading floor. That's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's just the room with computers. That's all it is. That's it. A bunch of people sitting on computers looking at like, like six screens or whatever, and they hold different windows up. I couldn't even get close to the computers, right? They wouldn't even allow me to. Like I, I could look back from afar, but I couldn't. They won't. They won't get it, so I could see exactly what's on their screens and stuff like that. I could see kind of blurry. I see the stuffs on the screen. I could see, you know, like there's like odd screens and different that things blinking and whatever like that. And then I talk. I talk. I talk to like a trader. I talk to you know people, ask questions, and stuff. Of course, before I, as as we entered the, the the campus, I had to me and my wife had to had to digitally sign like essentially an anything that you see here. Shut up. I mean, essentially, that's what it was. So, unfortunately, I can't tell you what anyone told me. Although, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's, I didn't learn anything that is worth this shit, right? That is worth anything. There's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing at all. <laughs> I, of course, I asked a whole bunch of questions and they, they geared around limiting, right? My, my whole, my whole, my whole spiel, my whole spiel. With the you know sports book limiting sharp betters or be- any betters any betters is more is more just consumer equality. The fact that they limit people that any sports book limits people they're a private business go go for it. I think the sharp betting model is better, but of course you have to offer a, a less menu of you know offerings. Can't offer thirty thousand markets and not get killed without like limiting people. I, I get it. I get it. You got to play defense. It's adverse selection. Circa could do it because they're not offering like 7,000 markets. Sure. I get it. And if they want to limit, if they want to say, okay, we're going to limit you to $2, like that, that, that's perfectly fine. Right? I prefer they didn't, but that's fine. But I don't, I don't understand how uh, two people could stand next to each other on the phone. And one person goes places a bet on like an efficient market. Let's say it's an hour before uh, before an NFL game on a Sunday, right? There's no edge there, right? When is there an edge? An hour before and uh, one o'clock on a Sunday. I want to bet Falcons plus at eight and a half efficiently. Now I'm not talking about on Monday. I'm talking about like at five minutes to game time. I want to bet on the total. I want to bet uh, that game at forty four over whatever. And someone like me, who maybe I'm, you know, picking off some MLB props here, you know, taking the NBA playoff something there, you know, I'm picking and choosing, I'm getting some CLV. And I go, it's like, ah, just for just for shits and giggles. I'm gonna bet a thousand dollars on the Falcons. On this efficient line. It's just like the, the there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to take a thousand dollars in liquidity from anyone, from anyone. On, on an efficient line, five minutes before game time. So I go and I press a thousand bucks, and it, it says that it, you, the, the, we we could give you twenty seven dollars now, and we could send the rest to, to to get approved. And then it gets sent, and it's like, ah, you're only approved for one hundred and eighty bucks, or something, something like that. The person standing next to me, who may have just set up an account, I don't know, maybe bets once in a while. Who knows? It doesn't even matter. They go to put a $1,000 bet in, it goes right through. 
No approval process, no nothing. Just thought about $1,000 Falcons plus eight and a half. It's the same money. Right? Why am I limited to $27 or 100 and whatever dollars or whatever the hell it is? For, it's for the same bet. It's the same market. It's the same, literally the same market. It's the same thing. I'm walking into Best Buy and it's like, okay, how much is this TV? Oh, well, you're, you're smart. You're smart. You know the price of TV. So, you know, you know the right, the right, the right price should be like three hundred and fifty dollars for this TV. We're gonna charge you three seventy. So it's three hundred seventy dollars for this television. You're not gonna be, you're not gonna find a better deal, pretty much. The next person standing next to me, who knows know anything about the price of televisions, have no concept of even anchoring. They go to, they go to that guy and they say it's six hundred dollars. And the guy goes, okay, give me, give me, give me that TV for six hundred bucks. To me, that's how I view it. It's just like the market is the market, like. It, if we just changed our, if we just hit the usernames, why can't you take a thousand dollars on an NFL game? We're not talking about Bulgarian ping pong. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about, you know, Australian rules football, Division Three, college level. You know, the park somewhere in Sydney or something. I'm not talking about little not like little stuff. I'm talking about major markets. Why is it that? Uh, that why am I limited to that? I, and I can understand if you're like, okay, we'll, we'll let you do $1,000 on that, but we'll only limit you to eight bucks on MLB props because we see that you're killing it. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I prefer it's not, I don't think that's the right model, but it's there, they can do it. So what? What if I'm betting MLB props and beating you, right? And you're now limiting me to like 30 bucks on an MLB prop. I was getting hundreds of dollars off, $200, $300, $400 off before. Why, why can't I go to college football or something or like something that I I have not proven to be, you know, to, to be, you know, beating you with, beating you to the market? Like, why am I limited there? Is that a technology thing? Is that just, just pressing a button, limit across the board? Which is fine if they do. I mean, they, they, they're losing business because of it. Like, I don't have an edge in that. So I don't know why you aren't, you aren't taking 10 grand from me in those markets. The thing is, is that if you're going to offer a bet, you have to offer the same bet to, to, to multiple people. The $1,000 in liquidity on that NFL bet, does it matter who it comes from? That 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 is my biggest complaint when it comes to limiting. And apparently, and apparently there's an answer to it, to why. It's a prioritization issue, which makes sense. Doesn't mean I like it, but it makes sense. So that's why, like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I was told, but from a prioritization, think in terms of the, I, I went to, I went to, I went to, I stayed at the horseshoe. And because I play, at Caesar Southern Indiana for poker, I've built up enough tier credits that I'm diamond, which is like their second highest level. Well, there's diamond plus, diamond elite or whatever. But once you get up to diamond, you get like, you get your special line, right? You get, you know, you get guaranteed reservations at like restaurants and stuff. You get to like that point, right? I'm just over the line, just over the line at diamond. So like when we went to the horseshoe, there was when we checked in, there was like a line of like 80 people to check in to these kiosks, right? You couldn't even talk to a person. It's just people lining up. But like there's 80 people online. There's only six kiosks available. 
But then there's also this little short line and a door that says diamond and seven stars only. So I'm like, I'm diamond. So me and my wife just walk through the door, right? There's no little line in front. Walk through the door. There's no one in there, right? And there's two people at the dead. And I said, there's couches in there and everything. I go up and I said, you know, here's my reservation. Oh, welcome to the wild. They treat me so I don't have to deal with a kiosk. What makes me different from the people online? I'm getting the same room. They're getting the same room as me. I'm not getting anything special. Just a normal room. It's an issue of prioritization. Same room. Treat you a little bit differently. Right? Diamond, I had a problem with the room. We woke up one morning. The air conditioner broke. Right, the fan was on, but no cold air. We woke up; it was eighty-five degrees in the room. So I went all the way. I so I went all the way down, and I went into the diamond seven stars. and said, "What the fuck?" And they got us a new room. Now, could anyone at the hotel do that? Of course. But when you sit down at a blackjack table, craps table, if you're if you're if you're a diamond seven stars versus just a random schmo. They're going to treat you differently. They're going to get better deals. Right at the at the poker room, technically. If you're seven stars, not diamond, but if you're seven stars, your name goes to the top of the, of any list. If you want to play whatever, whatever the hell, four, eight limit, whatever. You're seven stars. You say your name. You know, oh, okay, you're at the top. Of, I think it'd be 16 people on the list. You're going to be at the top. So that's that to me. Like that, that's what, that's essentially what, what is being, is being uh, portrayed. Is it being done correctly? I don't think so. I think a lot of it is BS. Basically meaning that like, if I'm, if, if they look at my profile, right? My betting profile. And I've been for two years beating them up on little MLB props and NBA props and, you know, not things that are extremely off, you know, MMA. Like, it's like, oh, you're really good at finding, finding the holes. So if you want to, yeah, I know that. Yeah, they're like, I know the $1,000 is like, you don't have an edge on that. But we only want to take X amount of liquidity on this game or on this side. So we have X amount of liquidity available. Who are we going to give the liquidity to? Well, they're going to prioritize people that don't, use their money to pick apart the other stuff in their book. Given the choice. If there's enough liquidity available, supposedly, that would be fun. Then, okay, feel free. Here's a $1,000. There's a bet. So that's what's being portrayed. Is it being done correctly? No, I don't think so. Are they communicating any of that? No, of course not. But at least it makes some some type of sense. There's some type of logic to it. Like if I'm beating someone up on, on, on little bets here and there, props or whatever, I go, I want to put 50 grand on this efficient market. And they're like, well, we really only want to take 50 grand more on this game. Do we give it all to you, Jordan? Or do we give it all? We see some bets coming. Here's a thousand bucks here. Here's 2,000 there. Here's 5,000 there. And they take a look at those customers and those customers are idiots. They're like, well, we want to appease the idiots. Right, we don't want someone that 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 could easily have a minus ten, minus twelve percent, you know, ROI, negative edge. 
and be like, nope, we can't take your five grand bet. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to go somewhere else. Me, I'm going to just, me, my profile, I'm just going where, I'm just going where the holes are. I have no, I have no care in the world where I go, as long as they got holes there. So why are they going to give me the liquidity? At least that makes sense. It does. Is it done properly technology-wise? I don't think so. I think there's so many false. I think there's so many, there's so many people that have been limited on bets that shouldn't have been. There are people, there are people that are they're losing sports betters. They get they 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 accidentally get CLV a couple of times. The next thing you know, I, I can only bet $37 on this. Like they're horrible. They're horrible. So, but hey, they're going to spend a ton on marketing and then hopefully get as many losers as possible. I mean, to me, that's not a good look. Me, sports fan one one says, what about the books offering minus 115 on both sides or even minus 120? Well, caveat emptor. Dude, people are dumb. Right? We may look at that as predatory, but people are dumb. Minus 120 on both sides? Who the hell's betting on that? That hold is ridiculous. Yeah, but 99% of the, the 99% of the people that bet are not price sensitive. They don't understand that. They don't care. They don't care. Do you get it? They don't. They just go, who's going to win? Does it matter if it's minus 115 or minus 120? Does it matter if it's minus 110 or minus 125? So I'm betting on the Falcons. Doesn't matter what the, the number is. Look, I, 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 I went to Las Vegas. I, I mean, on the cruise, the six to five blackjack. I didn't realize Las Vegas has six to five blackjack on $25 tables. The blackjack only pays six to five in Las Vegas at $25. And people at the tables are full. Used to be three to two. Well, now it's six to five. Who cares? What does it matter? What does it matter? It's a couple of bucks here. Who cares? I'm not going to stop. No. People are dumb. People are dumb. They, 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 they don't know any better. This triple zero roulette now in Las Vegas. I saw it on the roulette wheel. Triple zero. There's still people playing as if there's no doubt. Oh, who cares? It's just an extra. It's just one slot. Yeah, but did the odd? Are they paying any differently? No. Okay, so now it's seven and a half percent. You know, negative EV compared to five and a quarter percent. Oh, what's a percent here or there? These are the people you're dealing with. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So what do you expect what do you expect the businesses to do? Take our best take our Best Buy example. You know, you go to Best Buy and they have a, a TV that is 350 bucks, should be 350 bucks. You can go on Amazon and get it for 350 bucks and they're charging 600. And you go, wow, $600 for this TV? Well, that's, who the hell's going to buy it for $600? I mean, I, within like one second on Google, I could find out that this TV is the $349.99 on Amazon. And maybe it's three seventy nine at Walmart, and maybe it's three sixty nine at Target. Maybe it's three eighty nine at Best Buy. And you're charging six hundred dollars for it, and you know what they'll tell me? It's like, look, I got a line at the door for them. And you see people coming in, looking, going, "I want that TV. Here's six hundred dollars. I want that TV. So here's six hundred dollars. I want." So who's to say what? What? Oh, you can't sell it for six hundred dollars. There's people buying it. There's people buying it. So they could offer these like SGPs with 38% holds and people don't care and they're buying more of it. I mean, what am I supposed to do? That the, the only thing that I can do is get on YouTube and try to educate people. Say, hey, if you want a sports bet and you don't, you don't even want to do math, just find the find the lowest synthetic hold markets. That's it. You want a little action? You want a little action on tonight's game of anything? You're going to the game. You're watching the game. It's 7 o'clock. You're watching the whatever, baseball. The Cincinnati Reds. And you're like, I want a little skin in the game. I want to put 20 bucks down on something. Go to scoresandodds.com. Take a look at the odds screen. Have accounts on multiple sports books. And just find a market that is the lowest hold, synthetically. So maybe there's something that minus 102 on one side and plus 120 on the other side on a different book. And you go, well, whichever side you want to bet on. I feel like Hunter Green's going to throw 700 strikeouts. So you do that. <coughs> and there you go. You'll lose the least amount of money. But then you have people that it's like you show over over under hundred green strikeouts at seven and a half, minus one twenty two over, plus one twenty under, and there's someone that's going on, on whatever they're going on points bet or they're going on bet MGM or whoever. They're betting the over on at minus one forty five, or they're betting the under at minus one ten. 
Like you can't, you you just can't win that way in the long run. But the books know that, you know, as long as you can predict the outcome, it's like, yay, I placed my $22 and I got 20 bucks. Instead of playing your $22 and getting $29, like you should be if you were getting like plus 110 versus minus 110. Oh, what is the what is the seven dollars matter or something? Yeah, imagine you're betting like you're betting five bets a day for you know every day. At the end of the year, that could be like five or six grand that you could have gotten paid on the same exact results on the same exact. The, the literally the same thing happened. And you just took like five grand and just like threw just. But I won all those bets. Yeah, but where's the extra five thousand dollars you should have? I had a good year. I was up $800. You should be up $5,800. But most of these people don't have good years. Because they're, 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 they're wagering it to like high hold crap. And typically the wrong way also. So it, like, it doesn't even matter. Sean Stenger says 6-5 blackjack is a crime. Well, not apparently, apparently... I mean, dude, I walk, I walk through casinos. Six five blackjack, six to five blackjack, and tables. Friday, Saturday, Memorial Day weekend, they were full. They were full, people. They were full. I'm not talking about ten dollar minimum. It's like, oh, ten dollar minimum, we'll only give you six to five. But once you get up to fifty dollars, then we'll give you three to two. I think maybe in the high limit area, they'll give you three to two. I saw $25 and $50 minimum tables, six to five blackjack. And I like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how people do this. Yeah, I know how people do that. They're dumb. They're stupid. They're doing it for entertainment. Fine, at least to give you that. Like, yeah, I know the odds are even worse, but eh, what am I supposed to do? I love it. I want to gamble it up. Gamble it up. Okay, fine. But these people don't even know the difference. They're not even looking. Defix slot machines are horribly worse. Not necessarily. You could go off strip in Las Vegas or something and find, you could find like 98% payback machines in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is very competitive, especially when it comes to slots. But the casinos make so much money on volume when it comes to slots. It's very fast. And there's a lot of them. And a lot of people like playing slots. So, I mean, if you, if, you don't, if you don't have a reasonably loose slots, like people aren't going to just aren't going to play there. That's the weird thing, superstitiously. It's like, oh, this the, the slots at this place suck. Then no one plays there. And it's like, oh, this the, the slots at this place pay out better. Yeah, yeah. They'll make more money on three per three or four percent, just in volume on the slots than they would at any table game. So they don't mind ninety six percent payback. Which is better than roulette. Boring. I don't know. I'm a big fan of slot machines. You just had a zombie. Just not doing anything. Me sports fan also says, yeah, they don't shop. They don't care. Plenty of resources too. Yeah, they don't care. Do people, people that stop in for this show don't even care. 
I'm not talking about you guys. People that email me or DM me. Just got started with this or looking at up my game in that. And I explain all the stuff I normally explain, right? In theory of daily fantasy sports. How to think like a professional DFS player. Pick up the the the, the audio masterclass 15 hours. Theory of DFS.com or the advanced players guide with the custom Excel tools. I'll explain, I'll explain the basic math concepts. Ah, you're and they shrug you off. Is Vinny Pascatino gonna hit a home run today? Like I'll look, I'll look at the I'll look at the bat projections or something. I'll go according to the bat, he has a 22% chance. And they go, well, does that mean he will or he won't? It's like, no, he's like a it's like it's like five to one, four to one, five to one. So if you're getting paid better than that, go for it. If you're getting plus 800, go for it. If you're only getting plus 200, no, then you don't. Yeah, but is he going to hit a home run? And they, they don't get it. They don't get it. You guys get it, right? You give me those dummy thumbs. You guys get it. These people don't get it. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the cruise playing blackjack because I get I get comps because it's it's harder to game the comps now. They they do it. They they count they count the hands now. I mean, an accurate count of the hands. They don't just estimate it. So I don't know how many how many how many cheaper free cruises I'm going to get after after this. But I, I did play I did play enough to get my 1500 points on Carnival. That's really the key. They had six to five blackjack, except for the $25 day, which is the high, high limit table. There's only like three or four people ever at that table. Typically, it's me and someone else, and it's the same like three or four people. Yet, at the $10 table, it, it, those are all full. Six to five blackjack. With, there's some jackpot thing that who knows what the hold is on that. Probably 20 plus percent. People are idiots. But even, even, even then... I'm sitting, I'm sitting at a table with people that like don't even have a concept of basic strategy blackjack. And they play blackjack all the time. According to them, they play blackjack all the time. People staying staying on 16s against a 10, right? People, people uh sp- splitting, splitting eights against a nine, right? So well, maybe not no, they're splitting sevens against a nine. I look around, I go, like, Jude. Dude, you could literally go on Amazon or go to any, just get the little card. The basic strategy blackjack card. You could get it on Amazon. You could, you could, you could get it on Google. You could download it. You could put it on your phone. Just look at it and just do exactly what it says. You will lose the least amount of money. And if variance goes in your way in a short term, yay. These people are like giving up like 10% of their money because it's just like, the dude, what are you doing? You play blackjack all the time and you play that way? You know how much edge you know, you're giving up? Then, pe- then people are done. Then, then you have the same person that's doubling down on times that you shouldn't know. Um, why are you doing this? There was one guy that was doubling down like against any bus card from the dealer as long as his hand was under 11. Now, obviously on, on, on 11... You know, obviously you do. I mean, no, he would he would have a five. They would have a three and a deuce. The dealer would have a six. And they're doubling down. Okay, you go double. And then the dealer wouldn't bust and he's down. I mean, dude, 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 you got a five. 
the best you could do right now is get a 16. Like he's not the, the dealer's not automatically busting like all the time. Like, how do you not know this? What are you doing? I don't care. Let them play whatever way they play. I made a, I ended up making 800 bucks playing blackjack. Just going up and down. I mean, I'm betting min. I didn't just the $25 and that's it. No jackpot, nothing. And then near perfect basic strategy blackjack. Sometimes I err, err a little. I forget something, you know, some type of like, do I double down on, on soft 16 against uh, something or, you know, like some, some against a 12, like that type of thing. And I go, oh, yeah, okay, you know, you, you are supposed to double down here or something, something like that. So I'm not, I'm not doing that. Going through, going through. Going through. I got a new tweet. New tweet deck is new now. What the hell? They're ruining Twitter. I got the new Twitter. I, I have to get used to it. I have, I've been used like three screens, big 27-inch screens in two and a half weeks. Me Sports Band 101. Oh, okay. We have, we have someone that, that doesn't understand game theory. Play $25 one time. Dude split tens against the six. I had to double down 11, lost, and wanted to take the glass divider over. Said, why? Why do you want to do that? His decision does not matter go google that i'm not i'm not going to spend the time to explain his decision doesn't change yours assuming you're not playing single deck blackjack it's not going to matter ans comedy will a casino kick you out if you go to a blackjack table with a basic strategy card no they sell them they actually sell them Go into, go into a casino gift shop. I don't know how many do anymore. I remember back in the day, you go and you get a, you get a basic strategy blackjack card. They sell, they typically sell them for like five bucks. I mean, it costs, it's a laminated card. So you could buy, you could, they, they're, they're fine with it because they, they know that they, they, even if you go exactly by what it's on the card, they, you're going to give them like 1% of your money. Which is fine. I mean, they'd rather you do worse than that. You're not going to beat it. Yeah, ANS Comedy is asking where you find single deck games. I don't know. I just it doesn't doesn't matter. I'm not playing on a cruise. I don't play blackjack to 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 beat it. I just played to get 1,500 Carnival Fun points. That's it. Get my free drinks. I get free drinks all the time. So yeah, my wife has free drinks and whatever. There you go. And our next cruise will be free again, right? And they get 1,500 points and our next cruise will be free again. It's a, the cycle of life. Just lose the least amount of money in the process of getting free stuff. Right? Just like DraftKings. You get the DraftKings points. It seems like anytime I get the price chest, 20,000, 20,000 crowns, 20,000 crowns, 20,000. I see people. I think Nerdy Tenor, didn't he get like 70 trillion crowns or something? What happened? The rich get richer. Every time I check my weekly weekly price chest, 20,000, 20,000. I think I got 30,000 once. I see some people, 500,000. Well, when does that happen to me? I don't get it. John Stenger says, don't you need Chris Jericho to be on the cruise? I, on our next cruise, I know, our second and next cruise. We're going on two cruises in January. 
right? We're going on the Jericho cruise for four days, and then we're going on another cruise for, for four days before that. Because that cruise is free. That cost, costs a nut. The main cost of these cruises is, is flying to the port, right? Because we're in Louisville, so we're, in the, we're not anywhere near an ocean. So it's like, we're going down to Miami to go on the Jericho cruise. Let's see if there's a carnival cruise that's that ends or starts on the day that we leave or come back on the Jericho cruise. And there was. It's like it's a four-day cruise or whatever the hell. So we're going to be flying down there anyway, spending whatever it is, $500 round trip each or something. So why not just get on a cruise that pretty much costs nothing? Right? You get a hundred, you put a hundred dollars down and you get two hundred dollars each in credit and that covers the port fees. Next thing you know, it's nothing. It doesn't come out to anything. Interior, as long as you get an interior room. So it's like, okay, there you go. That, that's my that, that's my next cruise in January. What have we learned? You should host a cruise of your own. What the Jordan Cooper cruise? You know, I'm not gonna tell you what ports we go to. We're gonna we're gonna cruise wherever we want. Wherever we want, we're going to cruise. Wherever you want to go. It's the wherever you want to go cruise. Right? You get on, you get on the ship. It's like, well, what's our part tomorrow? I don't know. There's a 20% chance we port in Belize. There's a 20% chance we port in Cozumel. There's a 15% chance we port in Ocho Rios. There's a 10% chance we poured in San Juan and just to just have the whatever you wake up to, that's what it is. And people are like, oh, but I wanted to go to St. Martin. Like, here you go. This is Jamaica. That's just chance. It's probability. Probability. That's what all this is. Probability. You can learn all about that probability in uh, the theory of daily fantasy sports. The two audio courses, right? I, I might as well, two and a half weeks gone, say, hey, if you haven't listened to any of this, you should, right? Send in your questions, theory at, uh, the theory, Jordan, questions, whatever. I forgot the email. It all goes to the same place. It doesn't matter. Questions at theoryofdfs.com. I have, I have a bunch piled up. So we'll be covering that next week. Remember, tomorrow, MMA. Right, so we got we got a UFC card. I think thirteen fights, 12, 12, 13, maybe, and we have a mis we have a, a, a absurdly mispriced fighter. I think the cheapest fighter on the slate is the biggest favorite, Jamie Malarkey. He was supposed to fight what Kudaladze or whatever his name is. Kudaladze dropped out, and now late notice replacement. Jamie Malarkey is like minus six hundred and sixty seven hundred dollars. Right. I'm assuming Nymoff will be 6,600 or something. Like we'll have one of those types. One of those types of slates. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Get a nice little first look-see. As always, we have the MMA Ground and Pound podcast for premium members. That'll come out tomorrow. We got all the stuff here for you. Right here at Roto-Grinders. Sign up. Get all the projections. Get the ownership. Get the cheeses, the musings for the baseball. Get everything you need for all the sports. Right, soccer projections. Right, EPL won't come back until late until August, but whatever. You get that. You get everything. PGA. Why aren't you using all the stuff here at Roto Grinders? Click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. 
but uh, but yeah, so that's that's tomorrow. So you'll see the red background on the on the thumbnail that shows that we're talking about MMA, and then we're back. Then James will be back on Monday, right? We haven't done a Monday with McCool in I think a month, three weeks, or whatever. I mean, it was like three Mondays, so like almost a month. Maybe he's dead. I saw him tweet; he's not dead. And then we're back to back to the questions, right? Just send in your questions, I answer them. Any topic. Whether it be DFS strategy, any sport, using the tools here at Roto Grinders, game theory in general, sports betting, prop betting, game theory of any type. That's what I talk about here. Hit that thummy thumbs, the thumbs up button, the like button on your way out the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. We got MLB stuff today, right? There's more stuff on the channel, right? Even before you have uh, a chief. His prize pick stuff, his underdog stuff, right? Take him, pick him, whatever. That's before this show. We've got tons of stuff here on the channel. I don't know why you haven't subscribed if you haven't already. And we'll see what happens with this 12 or 13. Is it 12 or 13? I'm not sure. I think it's 13. I'd rather it be 13. We'll talk about MMA tomorrow. And then we're, we're back to a normal schedule. I'm back, guys. I'm back. I didn't get fired, right? I'm, I'm surprised. I, I joked about that uh, the week that I left. It's like I, every day I can like I'm I'm gonna be gone for two and a half weeks. So don't DM me and say like, oh, did they they get rid of you, Roto Grinders? Oh, is your show is your show done? Are you dead? No, it's called a vacation. It happens, right? And I'm not gonna stream from my phone from from Alaska on a cruise, right? Ain't gonna happen. So yeah, so give me those thumbs ups, extra thummy thumbs today. For welcoming me back, and uh, and since Steve had to go to a card appointment, I have to figure out how to how to play the end credits, right? Figure out to play the end credits and end the broadcast so it's not just stuck in a live position. But uh, StreamYard is pretty easy, so I'm going to do that now. And thanks for uh, thanks for watching another edition of the DFS pregame show on RotoGrinders.com.